For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast brought to you by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm your host, John Parrott. All this week, we'll be speaking with uh, Dr. J. Ligon Duncan III. Uh, Dr. Duncan, welcome. It's good to be here, John. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Duncan is the Chancellor and CEO of Reformed Theological Seminary and the John E. Richards Professor of Systematic and Historical Theology. He served as senior minister of First Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi for 17 years. He is co-founder of Together for the Gospel, a senior fellow of the Council on Biblical Manhood and Womanhood, having served as both chairman of the board and president. He was president of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals from 2004 to 2012. Uh, Dr. Duncan served as the moderator of the General Assembly for the Presbyterian Church in America from 2004 to 2005. He has edited, written, and contributed to numerous books. Uh, Dr. Duncan and his wife, Anne, have two children in college, and they reside in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, that, that's quite a bio, and I left some out, too. <laughs> uh, so, Dr. Duncan, I know you're a man with a lot on your plate, so it means a lot uh, that you would take the time to come on this show. Uh, so without further ado, let's uh, get to the first question. Are you ready? Yeah, fire away. All right. So prior to becoming chancellor and CEO at Reformed Theological Seminary, you were, as I stated in the bio, a senior pastor at the historic uh, First Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, so thinking back to your role as senior pastor, uh, what, what three pieces of advice would you give to those serving in youth ministry? If a you know, youth worker came knocking on your door and said, you know, where do I begin in this role of youth ministry? Uh, what would you say to them? Well, uh, John, my, my first official responsibility in ministry was as I was a youth minister. And so I've, I've got a real heart for those who serve students and their families. Uh, and I loved that job. I, I, I really did. And uh, consequently, I've always been very interested in youth staff. And let me just say, as, the, as a pastor of a sort of a big steeple southeastern uh, Presbyterian church. Uh, and I think this would be true of, you know, Baptist churches, Methodist churches, congregational churches, et cetera, in the southeast. There's probably no harder job on the staff than, uh, you know, whatever you call it, a director of student ministries or a director of youth ministries or a, a minister to students and families. You know, it's, it's designed and, and, and called different things, but that's a hard job. And um, parents in, in, in our part of the culture, and I know, I know you know this because you ministered exactly where, uh, where I ministered for so long, um, have some high expectations of people in youth ministry and sometimes unrealistic and unreasonable expectations uh, of them. And so I, th there'd be several things I would say. I mean, one, one is I would encourage youth staff to have a good, close relationship 
with their senior minister. Uh, you know, just just have a friendship and um, view one another as you know brothers in arms, uh, colleagues in the battle, doing different parts of the job. And I, I I can tell you, over my 17 years at First Pres, the happiest times were when things were really going well in student ministry. You know, people, very frankly, you know, unless I get up and spout heresy on Sunday mornings, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I. I I'm not under the gun unless things are going wrong in student ministry, because there's nothing that parents care about more than their kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so I, I, I gave that speech to every person on youth staff that ever came on, not to burden them with, with you know, it's not their job to make the church go, but to indicate to them, I didn't consider it some sort of third class job. You know, this is, this is not some sort of flunky job uh, in the in the context of kingdom work it's really important work and so that that's one thing that I would say I mean the other the other thing is and this is harder to do um, student uh, workers who are really good relationally connect with the kids are involved in their lives teach the word well um, try and cultivate um, spiritual fruit in their ministry can sometimes, neglect the relationship with the parents of the kids. And, uh, you know, not everybody's great at both sides of that job. You know, I, I bet you've seen youth staff that are great with the kids and not so great with the parents, and then some that are great with the parents and not so great with the kids. So, uh, but I would say don't neglect uh, the parents because ultimately none of us in ministry can replace parents and we don't want to. What we want to do is we want to extend the, the spiritual influence of the parents in the lives of their kids. And we want to supplement what parents are doing in terms of cultivating godliness through our youth ministry. And of course, ultimately, we want to appoint people to the ordinary means of grace and, and the most important hours on uh, in the week for youth ministry or when the, when the church is worshiping and under the, the word and, and prayer and sacrament with the whole congregation. But the, but the youth staff can, can supplement and, and sort of drive deeply into the hearts things that students are getting from their parents and from the pulpit. And uh, you know, that, that's the next thing I would say. And then beyond that is just the friendship, the power of friendship and example. I think that uh, student workers sometimes don't realize that maybe the most significant thing they have going is the ability to connect with a student and then show that student a person who loves God more than anything else, trusts in Christ, believes the gospel, believes the Bible, thinks it's important, and is still a normal person. And, and that is just, that's hugely impactful on youth. And a lot of times you feel frustrated. Student ministry is tough work because you don't see the fruits of that sometimes for years and years and years. But don't just don't don't downplay the importance of your own character and example. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of a lot of helpful information and a lot of uh, good things for us to hear, good things for us to think about. Uh, kind of a follow up as I'm thinking back to your first one, developing a relationship with uh, the senior pastor. Um, but what what kind of encouragement or counsel would you give? Um, to those youth workers who, who do want to pursue that relationship with the senior pastor, um, but but maybe the senior pastor <laughs> doesn't reciprocate that. And some of it yes. is, you know, not faulting the senior pastor. Obviously, you know, there are different size 
congregations and the senior pastor has so many things on his plate. Um, so he might not have the time. So what, what, what advice would you give there? Um, yeah, I, I, here, here's, I mean, you're exactly right, John. And, and every, you know, senior pastors are all different stripes. I think a lot of people think that all senior pastors are extroverts and they're not, you know, you can have a 3000 member congregation and be an extreme introvert. And that, you know, that can play out in staff relations where it's, it's not that you're unfriendly. It's not that, uh, you know, care about people. It's just that you're introverted and your inclination is to is to hole up in your office and read a book or, you know, you're so overwhelmed by the people that you're ministering to that you're looking for solitude. So that, you know, youth staff are going to have to watch that just like we watch that in every other relationship on church staff. But I tell you, a lot of times with a senior pastor, and, and, and this was certainly the case with me, sometimes I didn't want to force myself on somebody. If they didn't want a relationship, I didn't want to you know, pressure them into uh, having to be my buddy or whatever else. So I, what I tried to do is I tried to take out staff, you know, go out to lunch, go out for coffee, you know, take sort of roll through the whole um, list of my of my ministry staff and, and get to know them. But I typically responded to the, to the people that wanted the most attention. It was real easy for me to give them attention back. And so at least take those first couple of steps and try and get to know your senior pastor. And look, if your senior pastor is an introvert and doesn't reciprocate, don't decide that he's a horrible person and, and that he's bad. He's just different, you know. And there may be other people. There may be elders in the church or there may be other uh, church staff, as long as we're all pulling in the same direction and we're loyal to one another, uh, you know, not everybody has to be the, you know, the same friendship level on every church staff. As long as we're, you know, we're, we're all on the same team together and supporting one another in ministry. But I, I definitely, over the years, when, when youth staff reached out to me and indicated, hey, I'd like a relationship with you, that was real motivating to me. I mean, I, I, I liked that opportunity to go out and shoot the breeze and talk and download. And, and, uh, and look, let me say, I found out a lot about things that I needed to give attention to in terms of pastoral care from my youth staff. Because young people will tell youth staff things that they will not tell their parents and that, and that uh, senior staff don't know. And so I found out a lot of, about a lot of marital problems from my youth staff because the kids talk with them about it. And I, you know, I found out other pastoral issues that that was super important. So I was thankful that those youth staff reached out to me, had that relationship where they could say, hey, I'm running into a problem that I don't know how to handle. Can you give me some advice or, hey, just a heads up. So and so I think they're having I think they're having marital problems and you may want to check on them. And that that's one of the many benefits that I got out of youth staff that were willing to sort of reach out to me and say, you know, hey, I'd like to get to know you better and spend a little time with you. Hmm. That's yeah, some great perspective there. And, and really, I mean, as you said, helping us see, you know, some senior pastors are indeed introverts. I know, I mean, John Piper has kind of been one of those that's been outspoken oh. of being such an introvert. And I remember hearing yeah. that for the first time and just being shocked by that. But that is so true and encouraging the youth workers to, to you know, take some initiative and to pursue the senior pastor and to try to, to get time with them. Um, I think, yeah, that's just some, some helpful advice for sure. For sure. So uh, thanks so much for that. Absolutely. 